This is B2B Radio featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a nationally recognized leading business-to-business advisor, will present information that helps reduce risk, improve financial performance, and change your company's future. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. Welcome to B2B Radio with me, Ken Wentworth, Mr. Biz. B2B Radio brought to you by Capital Plus. Capital Plus helps you unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. CPI creates customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. All right. Well, this week we have a unique guest. We've never had anyone on the show before, and we're fast approaching our 100th show, and we haven't had anyone on to talk about this topic, and I thought it would be very interesting. We're going to be talking today about um, how to start a nonprofit and so we have an expert guest on that today. And uh, Dr. Marlene Carson, CEO of The Switch, is with us uh, this week. So welcome, Marlene. Thank, Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So Marlene is involved in a lot of different phil- philanthropic activities. And so that's why I thought she would be absolutely perfect to talk about how to start a nonprofit. So she's been down this road uh, before and hit some bumps in the road, I'm sure, <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and uh, hit some ice <laughs> patches here and there. So um, I thought it'd be good to hear um, sort of what that's like. And um, I know I get that, that question every once in a while. Someone will say, hey, you know, I'm mm-hmm. philanthropically, I'd like to start my own foundation or I'd like to start something, you know, philanthropic mm-hmm. in nature, and they don't even know where to begin. So that's why mm-hmm. I thought it'd be really good to have you on. So um, tell us a little bit about your background um, and how you got involved with The Switch. Sure. My name is Dr. Marlene Carson. And um, I am actually a survivor of domestic minor sex trafficking. And so um, the switch is the switch anti-trafficking network. And I started the switch just as a result to do um, education and awareness, um, public safety. I work with law enforcement and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to give you a little bit of history, in 2008, I started a housing program called Rahab's Hideaway. And so Rahab's Hideaway was my first um, attempt to do a nonprofit. <laughs> yeah, that's where we had the most uh, bumps and lumps. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty interesting. Yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. Well, that first one's always the toughest one, too, right? Yeah, as yeah. you're learning, as you're going through it. And it was literally just that it was a, a learning experience. Um, I probably would do it a lot differently. And that's why I have become the expert on <laughs> what not to do when you start a nonprofit. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about uh, Rahab's Hideaway. Rahab's Hideaway is a housing organization that has five areas of service. Those areas are housing, health, education, income, and justice. And so um, the ladies would come there. They can stay up to two years. Even though some of them stayed four years, they were supposed (laughs) to stay two years. And um, it was a holistic wraparound um, services for um, victims of human trafficking. Um, It it was just an amazing program. I actually shut it down in 2013, and I actually put it under the umbrella of Nizer Inc., which is nothing into something real estate. I don't know if you saw those, um, if you live in central Ohio and heard about the shipping containers that are being built mm-hmm. um, into apartment complexes. So mm-hmm. the CEO there, Michelle Reynolds, who's also running for office right now, she's running for county commissioner. Um, she is the um, CEO of Rahab's Hideaway now. Okay. And so when I closed that down, I start, about a year later, I started the Switch Anti-Trafficking Network. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So um, the shipping container thing, I know you and I talked about this a little bit offline uh, several months ago, but yeah. 
Um, tell us a little about that. It's it's very interesting. And for those who haven't heard about this, this is like it's amazing. It's kind of innovative, uh, I think, in a, in a lot of ways. Extremely innovative. It's the first of its kind in Ohio and said to be the largest in the country. It is um, shipping containers turned into an apartment building. And so it will house up to 50 residences. And um, it looks like when you first see it, it looks like Legos. <laughs> looks like you're putting Legos together. It's really, yeah. I mean, but it's so innovative, you know? Yeah. It's pretty amazing. So you can actually ride by and see that if you're in Central Ohio at 1562 Old Leonard Avenue. Interesting, um, yeah. About six minutes from downtown. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. And 50 of those. Yeah. 50 well, so it's 25 containers. Right, but 50 residences. But, but, yeah. Well, yeah, well, house 50 people. Interesting. And then they've already started, they have already started doing the three-bedroom houses right around the corner from there. So they okay. have these shipping containers that almost look like a T, and it's going to be a three-bedroom. Interesting. Interesting. It's pretty awesome. So how big are the shipping containers? They come in different sizes. So, um, oh, goodness, each apartment will be about 900 square feet. Really? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, especially in the day of tiny homes. Yeah. People are downsized and don't want all this property and all this maintenance and all that stuff. It's perfect. Yeah, It exactly. is absolutely. And then it gives you community. Right. So it's for nonprofits that want their res- their clients to be in community, they have to learn how to live in community. And so they'll have different people from different walks of life in one community, making it a home, making it a family. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, um, I'm actually on the board and I'm actually the treasurer for, um, family promise of Delaware County here in okay. Central Ohio. So we have a big house. It's not a shipping container house. Uh, it's not that cool. Um, <laughs> it's an older house we okay. did through habitat, um, um oh, okay. for humanity. And it's the same thing. Just what you, exactly what you just said, yeah. the community. So, we can have up to six families there at one time. Oh, that's time. good. That's a big house. Yeah, it's big. And so we are, we're almost at, always at capacity. Every once in a while, we'll be down to five families for sure. a day or two. But yeah. We're always yeah. at capacity because we have a waiting list. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to see, you know, to be over there. Like, I'll volunteer and I'll go over there during dinner. Okay. Okay. Right? And everyone's in the kitchen. Right. And eating. And right. you see, like it's you said, community. people from all different walks of life, different histories, different mm-hmm. challenges mm-hmm. in their lives. Um, but they're all coming together. That's and right. they all are... You know, we rarely have issues in the house and you wouldn't, you would think that you would because you've got different families, like you said, mm-hmm. different walks mm-hmm. of life, different, you know, whatever. But, and with six families, mm-hmm. when you have a lot of kids, mm-hmm. um, it, you know, gets kind of cramped and crowded <laughs> yeah, in there. You sure. would think there'd be more issues, but there aren't. I think a lot of that lends itself to what you mentioned is that community. People, you know, rally around each That's other right. and cheer for each other. Yeah. When we started Rehab's Hideaway, uh, we had two rules, no drugs and no fighting. Mm-hmm. But you got a house full of women. <laughs> you got a house full of women that um, are all vying for their own rights and their own space. And but interesting enough, uh, we've never had a fight. Interesting. We've never had a fight in that house, huh. and I think it's because the culture of the house. But exactly what you just said, we looked out for each other. Mm-hmm. We made sure everyone was okay, and so there were many disagreements. But uh, we also had what we call the Joe Fre- Joe Foreman room. Where you can go in this room and y'all can battle it out by talking, but no, no blows. No physical. No yeah. physical. Nothing physical. Nothing physical. It's a, I, don't, I don't even know how they did. It was just the grace of God. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. We've got a similar thing. Like I said, we, you know, we um, test for drugs and things like that. Yeah. We don't want that coming sure. around. If you have any type of um, uh, anything violent um, or um, anything to do with children. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, have, yes. you know, sure. We've got kids sure. there and we don't want to have that problem, sure. obviously. But 
Um, but it's a, it's amazing that you know with all those people there that we don't have those issues. I know. Um, been very surprised as well. Like I said, I think it really it lends itself to that community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone's cheering for everyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's very interesting. So, well, good stuff. We're actually up against a break here. Um, we're going to come back after the break. And we'll continue talking with Dr. Marlene Carson, and we'll give the Mr. Biz tip of the week, and we're going to talk a little bit more about diving into how to start a nonprofit. So um, I should mention you can go out to Marlene's website, jointheswitch.org. You can call them at 614-285-4433. You can also go, they have a Facebook page, um, they're on Instagram, they're on LinkedIn. You can look them up on all the social media. Um, so make sure you check them out there to find out exactly what's going on with the switch and maybe you can get involved and help. Yeah. So uh, that being said, come back after the break and we'll continue talking with Dr. Marlene Carson. Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our biz marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation. Our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solution subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to MrBiz at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz. Ken Wentworth. And it's time for the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And this week it is a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt. To handle yourself, use your head. To handle others, use your heart. I think that's great advice. I pass that along to my kids, actually. Um, good stuff. Um, so, again, this week we're talking with Dr. Marlene Carson, who's the CEO at The Switch. And during the first segment, we were talking about some of the things, different projects she's had, philanthropic projects, and including The Switch and Rahab's Hideaway. And so I want to talk a little bit this segment, and I promise during the third segment we're going to pick her brain um, on some tips on how to cre- on creating a nonprofit and what not to do in mm-hmm. some cases. Um, but so walk us through, if you would, Marlene, um, the process. So I know you said you, you hit some hiccups with, oh, the, yeah. your, with your first one. Um, so walk us through sort of the process. So if I wanted to start a nonprofit, you know, how would I sort of go about doing that? One of the first things um, that I did, I had a, I have a lot of passion about um, anti-trafficking. Mm-hmm. And so one of the biggest mistakes I made was leading with my heart. Ah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I still make that mistake, to be quite honest. <laughs> <laughs> but I lead with my heart. And so what I would say to anyone that wants to start a nonprofit is do your homework instead of solid foundation mm-hmm. you for me um someone that has had those issues i was taking when i was in the eighth grade and so had those kind of issues and that's a lot a lot of times you see people that want to start nonprofits; they're attached to it in some kind of way mm-hmm. well go find someone else that is your strength gotcha. go find some for me i had to find someone that's in business although i am a entrepreneur to my core 
But there were certain foundational things I never learned. And so I had to go find my weaknesses. And then I had to trust those people who had those strengths. And so it's um, that was a process. That was a process. So one thing I would say is definitely do your homework. Mm -hmm. The other thing I would say is you can lead with your heart. Well, you can have the passion, but you better have some money behind it, too. (laughs) (laughs) You you better do that because um, one one of the biggest mistakes that I see nonprofits doing is they have the tendency to think that I'm going to go get a 501c3 and I'm going to apply for all these grants and all this money is going to come in. in, Well, I can tell you that's a myth. (laughs) That is that we've been around now over 10 years. We have yet to get a grant. Oh, geez. Yeah, have yet to get a grant. And submitted how many of them probably, Oh, my gosh. Have yet to get a grant, okay? And so um, I think that people, and so people will stop. But when you have a passion for something, it doesn't matter. You'll get it done. Mm -hmm. There are creative ways that you can fund your nonprofit. And one of the things I teach is how to create sustainable profit for your nonprofit. You just have to be out of the box and totally creative. So one of the things that when we're offline, we were talking about a restaurant. Mm-hmm. One of the things I did to fund my nonprofit was I opened a restaurant. Okay. So I opened a restaurant. It was open for three years, but now we want to do one in the shipping containers. But the restaurant, not only did it fund our nonprofit, it helped give the girls a job. Oh, yeah, yeah. There and you so, you know, a social enterprise is a great way to help fund a nonprofit, a great way. But most people, yeah. I'll just say, do your homework, seriously. And then if you can find someone that is doing what you want to do, we don't have to do it all. Mm-hmm. Be okay with partnering with someone and lending your or your skills and expertise to them, even your passion to them. Because I have definitely learned it takes all of us to get this these you know these different efforts done. Mm-hmm. So to me, that would be my advice to anyone that wants to start a nonprofit for sure. Yeah. Well, I think some of the, what you hit on there is it's it's the same as starting a business. I mean, in a, mm. lot, a lot of ways it is, but it's having that self-awareness to see where am I yeah. being yeah. honest with yourself. Being and, honest with yourself, And yeah. saying, hey, you know, yeah. swallow your ego a little bit, your pride a little bit, and say, hey, I recognize that I'm not really good at these yes. couple things, and it's, it's okay to have someone else help you with those. And you have to be able to trust. You know what I'm saying? You have to be able to trust people. And even for me, um, coming from the background I did, that was kind of an issue. Mm-hmm. But I learned that it's bigger than me. The the passion that I have for t- helping victims of human trafficking is bigger than me. So I had to put it out there, let the people help that could say they helped. Sometimes they did. And sometimes it was a total letdown. Sometimes mm-hmm. it was a total disaster. <laughs> but if I did not let it happen, you know what I'm saying? So right. that was part of my learning experience. And it helped the girls see in their process mm-hmm. of trusting and, and setting boundaries and doing things. You just have to do it. Mm-hmm. You just have to do it. Well, and I think... You know, it's it's got to be tough too, like you said, because that's something. Especially with this, this was something that you were absolutely passionate about, oh, especially yeah. based on your history. And so, giving that trust to someone, let alone mm-hmm. having trust issues at, as at, exactly at, 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 at itself, but exactly about this particular topic that exactly. you're really, really passionate about, and you really have a a mm-hmm. vision for it, and you mm-hmm. want to see it, you know, yeah. come to fruition. Yeah, and then trusting someone else to sort of <laughs> steer while you're. Pushing the gas pedal. So I have to tell you just a really funny story to me. Mm -hmm. So um, we had been, Rahab's Hideaway was about three years old before we hired our first executive director. Okay. And um, she came in and um, the first day she was there, she looked at all my paperwork and everything. And she said, you've done everything wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You've done everything. And I was like, I called my sister. I'm like, I did everything wrong. (laughs) And I'm crying. And my sister says, oh, she called your baby ugly. 
Yeah, she called my baby yeah, ugly. Yeah. She said, but do you trust her to clean her up? Do you trust her to comb her hair? Do you trust her to make your baby look pretty? Yeah. So I had to get over myself. Yeah, yeah. And, and so the next day I went in and I'm all like still crying. And she's like, well, I didn't mean you did everything wrong, but that's <laughs> what you said, you know. So we got, we kind of wear our feelings kind of loosely yeah. when it comes to things that we're very passionate about. So, yeah. Well, and I think, you know, in that situation, you got to <laughs> take a step back and say, if I did everything wrong, we still have been successful for right. 30 years. So, <laughs> right, geez, right. if I bring her in and she's the expert at this, yeah. man, we're yeah. really going to flourish yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. And we did. And we did. She absolutely was just a total blessing to us. So you just got to take that chance. But it's almost like having your baby and sending it off to, to kindergarten for the first time. You know, oh, you're, yeah. you're watching your baby go across the street and, you know, you it's, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's really the same thing. Yeah. 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 That'd be tough. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. No, that's a funny story, though. It's um, I run into that sometimes when I'm, when I'm working with businesses. I have to come in and say, like, hey, yeah. kind of been not doing this well. Yeah. Uh, um, despite that, you've been very successful, though. So, you know, kind of. You know, the other thing nonprofits have to do is, is learn to be vulnerable. Okay. Because for me, um, before it took me three years to let her in, I should have done it the first year, Mm -hmm. but I didn't want anybody to see what I didn't know. Uh, Just being very transparent here, just being very, you know, I didn't want people to see what I didn't know and, and I didn't want to become vulnerable again. Gotcha. You know, being vulnerable, things happen when you become vulnerable. So it just really got to a point with me and the vision that I believe God has given me. I'm just going to put it out on the line and, and, and just take the chance. Mm-hmm. So I've learned you just got to be vulnerable and just do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be a tough spot to be in though. It sure. is. It's not comfortable. Sure. Yeah. But if you want to grow, it's not going to be comfortable. That's probably in business too. Sure. If you want to grow, it's not going to be comfortable. Right. But you got to do it. As they say, if it was easy, <laughs> everybody everyone would do, do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. No doubt. Exactly no doubt. Exactly right. Um, well, this is good stuff. So um, we're up against the break again here. We're going to come back, and uh, during the next segment, we're going to talk about um, maybe we can we can coax a couple of uh, funny anecdotes out of uh, Dr. Carson here about some of the pitfalls okay. that she has run into with mm-hmm. uh, with her nonprofits, and so we can uh, learn and maybe avoid some of those potholes ourselves um, in our own journeys. So again, uh, thank you very much uh, for listening. Um, I should also mention, Dr. Carson has an upcoming book, 12 Steps to Transform the Exploited Soul. It's already out. Oh, it's already out. Okay. It's already out. All right. Mm-hmm. How, where can people find that? On my website, jointheswitch.org. Okay. Jointheswitch.org. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Go check that out. And obviously, go out to the website, jointheswitch.org, and um, uh, go out there and check out and see what they have going on and see how you can get involved and help. So join us after the break. We'll see you then. Are you frustrated with trying to grow your business? You're not alone because the business growth experts at TriTraction are here to help. TriTraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at TriTraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at 
info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate because there are limited spots available. Follow Mr. Biz on social media at Mr. Biz Tweets on Twitter and Ken Mr. Biz Wentworth on LinkedIn. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back to BB Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. It's BB Radio brought to you by Capital Plus. CPI removes the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full service credit and collections department. Um, so before actually we get into some of these, um, uh, some of the pitfalls maybe that you've run into with uh, starting nonprofits, Tell us a little bit more, if you would, about some of the services that you guys provide with the Switch. Okay, so with the Switch, one of the biggest services we provide is prevention of human trafficking. Okay. So um, we have a program called ICU, and ICU is just like um, at a at, at hospital. Okay. Because ICU is an intensive care for intense times, um, and so we provide education to elementary. And middle school kids. Okay. Because to me, if we can get to it before it starts, right, right. That to me, that is the biggest issue that we've had. A lot of organizations we react mm-hmm. to issues, and so everyone's doing intervention, intervention, but it keeps happening. Right. And so we have to get to a place where we do prevention, and so that's our biggest thing: prevention. And so we teach it in schools and churches, a lot in churches. Um, in different organizations, even with families that have had issues with their teenage kids, one of the things that um, we're doing now, well, it'll probably be starting by August 16th, I believe the date is, we're going to do a mentorship for kids, for girls, okay, for parents that are having issues with their teenage daughters. Okay. Um, and, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting, interesting. So. I want to say one more thing. Okay. We actually, um, we just did a big event in D.C., Okay. A couple of things that just happened recently. Um, are you familiar with Backpage? I'm not. So Backpage is like a Craigslist. Okay. But it's also, um, they sell sex on Backpage. Oh, geez. Right. And so, I mean, you can literally buy a girl on Backpage. Oh, geez. And so we, um, I was very instrumental in signing bills and testifying and things like that on helping getting that shut down. Okay. So we got it shut down across the board. Um, the other thing was... Um, a lot of these victims of human trafficking has had forced abortions. Mm-hmm. And so I am pro-life. And and so we went probably about three weeks ago, and we're trying to get some funding stopped with organizations that are performing these abortions. Um, I don't even think they understand and know the detriment of you're taking a traffic victim, teenage girl, into a place to have an abortion it needs to be reported, and some things aren't happening that should be when it comes to these kids. Yeah. So well, that's a lot of what we do is trying to overall change laws, change, get bills written, things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, raising awareness. Raising awareness. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I love the the preventative piece of it because, again, you know, it's just like anything else. You know, I, and I say this all the time. I don't want to treat the symptom. That's right. I want to treat the problem. That's right. Let's stop that's the right. problem. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take. Mm-hmm. Motrin every day because I have a mm-hmm. headache. I want to figure out why the heck right. I have a headache. Exactly. And let's stop the headache exactly. so I don't have to take Motrin. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, the f- most big funders put your money in intervention and not prevention. Yeah. And I think that's a little backwards, but that's my opinion. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell us, uh, tell us some things not to do when you're starting nonprofit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I can probably give you a whole list of those. Um, <laughs> One of the things, so when you have this vision that you want to start something that you're very passionate about, don't go get an office. 
Don't go start put piling bills on yourself and then hoping that you know everyone's going to come and just give you all these donations and you're going <laughs> to trust me. That's a myth. <laughs> that is a myth. But that's what we do. And I see people. I have these clients that I am coaching on starting a nonprofit, and every last one of them will do it. And then the the biggest thing they do is they'll do their own paperwork. You're not an attorney, right? If you're not a nonprofit expert, go hire somebody to right. do this stuff. Yeah, yeah, it might cost you a few dollars, but it'll be right. And that, so um, one of my good friends, she actually has been um, doing 501c3s for about 26 years. And um, so that's her business. And we get more clients that have done it, and we have to do it completely over. Oh, or geez, they're waiting yeah. seven, eight months to get their letter of determination when it should take about 60 days. Oh, geez, yeah. Yeah, so just pay somebody to do your home, but to, to do your legal paperwork. Mm-hmm. That's probably the big advice I would give. I did a whole show on that, Marlene. Okay. On not when to not when to not DIY your business. Yeah, that's Same not thing the time to do it. Mm-mm. You know, there are so many things that as small business owners, and you know, if you're starting a nonprofit, you want to try to you know save some money, and so I'll do it I myself. Get it. But man, there's certain things that it just does mm-hmm. not pay to do yourself. You got to mm-hmm. know when to bring in the the big guns. That's right. And have someone who it's in their wheelhouse. They do it every day. You're you're Googling it. You're online trying to figure out how to do <laughs> on it. On YouTube. Right. right. And in the meantime, you could hire someone who's That's done it. it 150 times and yeah. so they could do it in their sleep. Yeah. Um, make it super easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's good advice for sure. What else? What's another pitfall you ran into? As oh, you my were, goodness. The as other thing is I was thinking about the website. So um, I've had website nightmares. <laughs> okay. No, seriously. I've had major... <laughs> I'm still having a website nightmare. Oh, and so this is probably my third website. Um, we've probably spent a good $12,000. Oh, geez. And it's a nightmare. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Just and, bad contractors or what? Um, Friends that say they can do what they uh, can't do. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't always hire your friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't always do that. Um, but um, just have a clear vision. Be clear with your vision. Um, if you're not a content writer, because I know that SEOs do mean something, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So even if you can write your vision, give it to someone that writes content mm-hmm. and knows SEO mm-hmm. and, and, um, and let them do pay them to do the rest. Mm-hmm. It, it's just going to benefit you and it's going to save you a lot. Of, I, I have used a lot of money. I was going to say waste. It wasn't a waste <laughs> because it was definitely education for me, mm-hmm. but I have used a lot of money on websites and they have been a nightmare. Well, again, you get into that. I'm sure it's difficult, too, because if you have a friend who says, hey, I want to help your nonprofit. And by the way, if you pay someone, it's going to cost X. And you can pay me, but it's not going to be that much. And it's much cheaper. So you think, oh, man, I could save a bunch of money. Yes. I could have so-and-so involved. And (laughs) yeah. And they mean well. Right, right. Right. But it's, it's it's just not worth it. Yeah, it's just Over, not worth it. Maybe oversell their abilities a little yeah. bit. Yeah, even if so, I think the biggest thing is it's hard for people to grasp your vision. I think it's really mm-hmm. hard, um, especially when it, for me when it comes to human trafficking, um, people don't quite wrap their mind around it like someone that's been trafficked. Sure. And so it's it's kind of hard for them to really understand. And then because it's such a harsh situation to put that graphically or in content on a website has been a challenge. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So it's it's just been a process. I would definitely say write your content, have a clear vision, give it to a professional and let them do the rest. And by the way, and I just actually did exactly what you said recently. 
you can find freelance editors. Oh, and yes. They are, you can find someone oh, yeah. with relatively inexpensive. You sure can. Um, and they're experts. Yeah, Again, they sure do this can. every day, all day. Yeah, yeah. So they do for a living, and they do a great job. Yes, absolutely. Um, I went out on Fiverr and found one. Fiverr's uh, my best friend now. An, an editor <laughs> for, um, I was testing it out, an editor for a chapter in my next book. And this woman was amazing, wow. amazing, wow. and um, very inexpensive, very, yeah. very good value. So the other thing I would say is because your website is you, is your branding, it's it's everything that represents your organization. Don't put pictures from your iPhone on there. <laughs> Go hire a photographer. Yes. Makes a significant difference. Oh my for sure. gosh! Go hire a photographer. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> Well, listen, Dr. Carson, I really appreciate you coming on. This has been really good. Uh, yeah. Like I said, we've never had anyone on to talk about um, nonprofits before, so I think this has been really good. I'd love to have you on again to talk about some of your other entrepreneur pro- uh, projects and, and things like that. Would you come back? Absolutely, sir. All Let's right. Let's do it. All right. Excellent. So, again, you can go out to jointheswitch.org. You can call them at 614-285-4433. Or, again, you can connect with them on social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, but again, join the switch.org and check out exactly what they're doing, um, how you can get involved, how you can help. Um, so thanks again, Dr. Carson, for coming on. I thank really appreciate you. it. Yeah, thank you. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. And thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. You can find them at cpifunding.com or call them at 855-522-3951. Have a great week. And don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for 25 years. Learn more about them at cpifunding.com or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.